Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting today uh, from Hattiesburg and uh, Ramey Motors down in Purvis. Glad to have you with us as we get ready for another hour of Southern Miss Sports Talk. I want to thank all of our sponsors, as always, for joining us on the Eagle Hour today as we broadcast from the Southern Bank Core Studio here in Hattiesburg. All right. It's Wednesday. We go down to New Orleans, Patrick McGee with the uh, NOLA.com organization. And uh, Patrick, our go-to guy when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. All right, Patrick, I guess the $64,000 question is after the Saints lose to the Carolina Panthers, what's up in New Orleans? Well, the team's currently in London right now because they're playing an 8.30 a.m. game on Sunday. Uh, and, and today at practice they had 13 guys. Uh, who, who, who were either limited or didn't practice at all, including Jameis Winston. Uh, this could possibly be the, the week where that back injury, the, the, the fractured vertebra in his back, might catch up to him because uh, as any human who has to stay out playing for that long, you just don't feel the same after you get off. So I, he missed practice today. Uh, we'll see if that keeps him off the field on Sunday. They had Andy Dalton uh, taking first-team reps with Taysom, Taysom Hill uh, running with the second string. So, uh, if there's, if, you know, whether it's uh, Jameis's health or ultimately they decide to go a different direction, this may be a week uh, where Dalton does get the start, but not necessarily because they've lost confidence in Jameis. But uh, Dennis Allen has been kind of, uh, you know, consistently answering questions that he's got confidence. You know, they're not thinking about changing quarterbacks right now, and uh, but obviously they have to be thinking about it. I mean, they're they're bad on third down. They've just really been bad on offense really about 95% of the time for the first three games of the season. So uh, at this point, they have to be pondering uh, what they do next, what what changes they make, because they're still a very good defensive team. Uh, just as long as they have a competent offense, this team can win games. So there's no panic yet in New Orleans. Is, is that what I'm hearing? Is people still kind of taking a wait-and-see attitude? No, I, I think there's – I think with the, you know it, among the fan base, I would say, yeah, there's some panic. Uh, some realization that Jameis has settled into some of back back into some of his old habits, and and that it's becoming quickly apparent that he's probably not the guy. Uh, we've all seen Jameis get hot for certain stretches, whether it's a quarter or even this three or four games, you know. Uh, so he's capable of turning it around. But you want consistency out of your quarterback, and they just remotely ha- they just have not remotely had that uh, through the first three games of the season. All right, Kelly, get in here with Patrick. 
One of the things, Patrick, that's going for the Saints, though, is it doesn't appear if the NFL season finishes the way that it has started, this thing could be as wide open both in the AFC mm-hmm. and NFC as ever before. The Bills seemed unbeatable. Well, they've gone by the wayside now. The division that the Saints are in, everybody has at least one loss. So really, mm-hmm. when push comes to shove, all you have to do is win win your division. And again, it doesn't appear that there's a secretariat that's going to win by 20 lengths. No, the NFC South is full of bad offenses. Even the even the Buccaneers have looked pretty bad on offense uh, through the early stages of the season, and it's kind of surprising. But it is the first three games of the season. The first three games don't necessarily indicate what the rest of the year is going to look like. Uh, the Saints can make changes, and and Jameis can get hot, and, and the Saints can go on a run. But it's it's hard to get hot when you're limited physically. Uh, so I, I it to me I, I think there has to be serious thought for the Saints go as far as making a quarterback change. Because you want to get this turned around quickly because you're still in a position to possibly win this division if you go on, you know, just a little hot streak. So uh, we'll see. Uh, the NFC, South, NFC in general is wide open. Uh, there's no one dominant team on the AFC. You talked about the Bills are, are suddenly down a touch. They're banged up. Uh, so, yeah, every, everything's wide open. Everything's still there to be had. And, and that's why I think the Saints need to be more decisive in, in how they handle this offense going forward. What will make it tougher going forward is because they've already played three games, all of them in the division. They've lost mm-hmm. two out of the three games. So right. if it comes to a head-to-head tiebreaker, two out of the three scenarios, they're going to come up with a short end of the stick. Yeah, I mean, they're, they, they put themselves in a really bad position. So basically you have to win every one of your NFC South games the rest of the way. You, you've left no room for error. And that's really the, 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 really the, the toughest part of all this is they put themselves in a really – tough position um it, it, the, you know it you're going to, have to fight you know you could saints can still get there maybe the nine or, or, or ten wins contend for like a, a wild card or you'll probably be in the hunt in the division if you get to those uh get to those win totals so yeah i mean there's there's a, there's a lot of football ahead but you put yourself in a hole when you play that badly against divisional opponents all right, Patrick, I, I do want to move on to the uh, Southern Miss Tulane game, get your observation. But yeah. one last question about the Saints. I, I realize it's early, only three games into the season. But is this a year that the Saints will really, looking to the future, have to start looking for a long-term quarterback answer? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's kind of forced their hand, the way things have played out here early in the season. They really do have to think long-term. And for a younger option, they're a quarterback. Yeah, not, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. They're probably not really thinking about that right now, but uh, if things continue on this trend, uh, they're really going to have to figure out how they're going to handle the quarterback situation. Right. All right, go back to Saturday night. Exciting atmosphere at uh, Tulane's football stadium down there on their campus. The Golden Eagles uh, come from behind and have a big second half to win what we perceive here is really a signature win uh, in the early uh, part of, of Will Hall's uh, tenure here. And uh, a sign, Patrick, that uh, he's starting to turn things around here again. Is it too early to say that? Yeah, I think things have kind of come into focus on, on what's you know what's going to allow this team to succeed. That uh, they've got a a guy that's really proven himself as a true freshman and quarterback. Um, so I think going forward, this team can only get better. It's just a matter of staying healthy. They're a good defensive team. That secondary was really impressive. I thought against Tulane. It's it's an experienced group, uh, talented group. Front seven really good as well. They really dominated lines, dominated line of scrimmage as that game wore on early on. They they got off kind of a rough start, but uh, the defense really picked up. So yeah, I, I think it really can be understated. 
uh, how big of a win that was for Southern Miss. Uh, it, you really kind of gave one away against Liberty. Uh, I think, you know, Will Hall would probably change some things on how things played out in that game. But it was the first game of the season. And uh, they've apparently learned a lot about this team in the course of three or four weeks. And, I, you know, that that Western Division in the Sun Belt is pretty darn wide open. Uh, right. I think Louisiana is, is not a good team, especially here in the early stages of the season. Uh, you're looking at a Troy team that Southern Mississippi playing next. It looks pretty good. looks really good uh, defensively in the F-South. Alabama is solid. Monroe is a team you can't really take for granted. But uh, these are all teams that, that Southern Miss is capable of beating if they go out there and play well. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Troy game is going to be really, really crucial, and I think it's going to really have a big impact on who wins the division. Right, and, and I don't think we were expecting to say that early in the year, but uh, but I think you're right. And one final point about that game I'd like to get your thoughts on Saturday night. Uh, not only did the Southern Miss defensive backfield play well, but they played well against mm-hmm. a very good college quarterback. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of that uh, Tulane quarterback. I mean, I saw him play his first game, I think, or first significant action as a true freshman against Southern Miss. I thought he looked good then. And, uh, you know, he's – I think Fritz and company would like to do things a little differently going back. Um, I, it was weird to see them kind of peter out and just kind of lose momentum. But I think Southern Miss just kind of grabbed the momentum, whether it's on special teams or on defense. They really just kind of uh, had some moments to really, really just kind of took the wind out of the two-lane sail. So it was really impressive what Southern Miss was able to do against a really quality offense. Uh, you're talking about a team that went up and beat a Kansas State team who turns around – and beats Oklahoma. So it's, yeah. it's a little weird. College football is a weird game. It, you know, uh, any team's going to look very different from week to week. But if Southern Miss can build on something like that, there's no reason uh, they can't at least contest. The east side of, the, of Sunbelt is very, very good. Uh, but the west side is a little uncertain, a little down this year, possibly. So Southern Miss has that chance to take advantage. You know, a seven or eight win season could potentially put them in that uh, conference title game. That's hard to believe, but I but I think you're right. I think the game uh, with Troy here in uh, in another week and a half very significant right. as to what could happen uh, down the stretch in that that division. All right, about thirty seconds left. I, I just wanted to let you know that uh, after that pitiful display from Kelly Sander last week, he's back on the Bengal bandwagon. <laughs> after they brutalized the New York Jets, he's gone from being despondent to talking Super Bowl again, Patrick. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to see Kelly's mental health has improved in the course of so. I, I'm we're going to we're going to gut the fish the... Thursday night, buddy. <laughs> we're going to we're going to gut those dolphins on Thursday night. We're going to make them another yeah. defeated team in the NFL and get down to maybe yeah. one. The, the Bengals are a playoff team. Whether they're a you know a team that'll compete for a division, you know, a conference title, we'll see. But they're a playoff team. Don't encourage it, Patrick, please. I mean, you've already, you already got a little taste of what we're dealing with right there. Hey, buddy, we always well, appreciate you. Always appreciate you, Yeah, it just you, shows you how intelligent he is. Yeah, okay. You know? Thank you, Patrick. We appreciate right, thanks, you. Talk guys. to you next week, friend. Eagle right, Hour bye-bye. continues right after this.
this to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, I want to thank uh, Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald. All right, I want to thank Patrick McGee from the Biloxi, not the Biloxi Sun-Herald. He's from NOLA.com, used to be with the Biloxi Sun-Herald. I want to thank Patrick uh, for his uh, input about the New Orleans Saints. Always good to talk to him each and every Wednesday. I want to remind you that Dickey's Barbecue Pit sponsored that first segment of the Eagle Hour. Great supporters of our program, great supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street, where you'll find all the latest Southern Miss apparel. We're broadcasting uh, live today. Michael and Kelly are at Ramey Motors down in Purvis. Tony Purvis from Ramey Motors will be joining us here a little later in the program and uh, making our once-a-month trip down there. Always enjoy it. Uh, always have a good time when we are at Ramey Motors. Uh, some programming reminders. Uh, Quan Cardero, who is the one of the new basketball coaches at Southern Miss, he'll be our guest tomorrow on the Eagle Hour. Also hoping to have our new softball coach on the show as well. Friday we'll be at the Mississippi Peanut Festival. That is in College, Mississippi. We're lining up a two-hour show. Gary Williams, former Southern Miss football player, will be joining us. Scott Watkins from the Biloxi Sun-Herald. That's where I was getting that. He'll be on uh, to analyze exactly what's happened so far in the Sun Belt and what he expects moving forward. Will East from the Super Talk High School scoreboard uh, will be updating us on all the big Friday night games. And we'll have Joe Lynn Mitchell from Mitchell Farms to talk to us about the uh, Mississippi Peanut Festival that we're really happy to be a part of. Going to hear from uh, hey, Coach. Bob, did you? Go ahead, Kelly. Well, I was going to ask you, did, did you, did you hear about the the, the travesty there about the peanut festival what happened oh gosh wait oh for no what? go ahead tell <laughs> two, two two peanuts were walking down the street and one of them was assaulted <laughs> okay oh my lord and we've, we've got to be careful and that's <laughs> us from ramey motors we'll talk to you tomorrow yeah we've got to be careful about letting him out uh, in public as well <laughs> yeah. uh, as patrick was saying huge game uh, saturday night uh for Southern Miss and uh, against Tulane. And one of the things that we like so much about uh, Will Hall is he is a proud Mississippian. He's got a, a roster full of Mississippi kids. And the more you're around uh, Coach Hall and, and this bunch uh, on this football team, uh, the more you cheer for these guys, uh, the better you feel about having them at Southern Miss. Uh, Nathan found this soundbite that he got uh, from Coach Hall uh, Saturday night after the Tulane game. We thought it was worth playing today. It talks about his love for his home state and his newfound love for the Golden Eagles. You know, like this, like I am, son. Like, like Southern Miss is me, and I like, like that. You know, this is the only job I've ever You know what I mean? So it's a little bit more personal to me to get this place back where it's supposed to be. But I love this you know, I love Adam. You know, I love this area. You know, I love Asheville, Magnolia, Forest, and all the like. I love all these little places that make our state the great state that it is. And uh, so, you know, man, it's just been, you know, like I want it to be, and they deserve it. And maybe some of them don't understand how bad we were, you know, and where we were starting from. Man, I appreciate their passion. I thought they showed up in droves tonight. I thought we took over the stadium. I really appreciate them. Next time we're at the Rock, man, they're going to be there rolling. we got to win. We understand that. We're going to win. You know, it's a process you have to go through. And we're going through that right now. We took a huge step. I told you all all week, you know, Bobby Bowden said, first you lose big, 
yeah. and you lose close, and you win close, and you start winning big. Yeah. And I said, well, somewhere in between losing close and winning close, we took a big step. You know, and I'm just proud of our players, because, man, they have, it's not been easy to win. They've had to believe, and keep believing, and keep believing, and keep believing. You know, Kelly, when, when I hear Will Hall talk uh, like that right there, I, I think the words that come to my mind are honesty and uh, and he's down to earth. And he you really have the sense he's one of us being a Mississippian and proud to be a Mississippian. Uh, and I, I think he's really happy to be here in Hattiesburg. And I think that, that he is a strong believer in his system. It has worked before. There's no reason to think that it won't work, you know, in the future. But there are times, you know, if he was if he was honest as a lot of coaches would be, sometimes you know you probably question, you know, have I changed? Have I done something wrong? Have I done something different because it's not working as quickly as I had hoped? But I think one of the things that the Tulane game did was reinforce the belief that okay, what we are doing, we are on the right course. You know, might have taken a little longer than we had hoped, but we are on that right course. The system works. Now let's let's double down and keep working to get better. And I think that was there were so many reasons why that win over Tulane was not just big but necessary. Uh, it changes the entire complexion of the season, not only from the players' perspective, but from the fans' perspective as well. And Will Hall has said, I can't do anything about the fans. And, and that may be true bottom line, but I'll tell you one thing that fans have universally enjoyed is a winning team. Right. So um, and now with you know the Eagle Club memberships at record numbers, the Eagle Club contributions at a record number, this is the time for this. The snowball is picking up steam and let's just hope it continues to roll. Right. I gave the guys the day off today so that we were expecting them to have practice today. But uh, we're notified last night that uh, uh, Coach Hall apparently very satisfied with yesterday's Tuesday practice and uh, gave the guys a day off today. I imagine they'll get another day or two off this week. Don't exactly know what the practice schedule is, but being an off week, a uh, chance to uh, let these guys heal up a bit and uh, and rest up their legs. All right, Kelly, it was interesting what uh, Patrick said about the West uh, in the Sun Belt and how it's wide open. Here are the standings as of today. What a shocker this is. Sitting at the top of the West is Louisiana Monroe. They're 2-2 two and two on the year, but 1-0 and oh in conference play. Troy in second place, 2-2, two 1-1 and, two, one and one in the league. South Alabama, 3-1 and one on the year, yet to play a league game. Southern Miss, 2-2. Two and two. Texas State, 2-2. Two and two. Uh Louisiana, and this is kind of a surprise, two and two, and Arkansas State one and three. So Troy sitting at uh, at three and two, Southern Miss at two and two. Troy has a game obviously uh, this week, and I think I think it's against South Alabama. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but who would have thought that this early in the year the Southern Miss Troy game could uh, really be an indicator of of what direction the Western Division could go? And that adds to the enthusiasm that Southern Miss and some of these other teams, you know, practice with. It used to be in the NFL, um, you know, back in the 70s or 80s, it was either everybody was playing for second place because either the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Dallas Cowboys in those times, you know, were the big kahunas and the team, the teams to beat. Especially with the hit that Louisiana has taken, they were supposed, you know, they, they were the overall heavy favorite in the West. They've had a coaching change. Things are not going well there. Uh, Georgia State is 
we mentioned, was supposed to be a competitor in the East. They're 0-4. And you've got a James Madison team uh, who's brand new in the league, is is running things over in the East as it stands right now. Yeah, and the Warhawks, all they did was beat Louisiana last weekend. So that has to add to the enthusiasm for the Eagles that we're not just playing to get better. We have a chance in our current situation in a wide-open division to perhaps win this thing let's not put the west i'm talking about let's not put the cart ahead of the horse it's not going to be easy to go to troy and beat a very good defensive team but nobody would have thought perhaps that the way that uh, tulane was playing having beaten kansas state in manhattan that that was going to be uh, doable but it was and sometimes you, you start believing your own press and you do play better than you even thought you were capable of so good for them you know, good for them and good for everybody because now if it is wide open, I, I, parity is always a good thing. Uh, and when you look at the results of some of those games last weekend with, you know, we mentioned it yesterday, Miami going down to Middle Tennessee. And as we mentioned, Kansas State beating beating Oklahoma and some of the other upsets, Texas Tech over Texas. All the, the entire college football season and now the NFL with only two undefeated teams. All the football appears to be wide open this year. And, and the fans right. love that. All right. Over on the east side, Coastal Carolina in the lead, 4-0, 1-0 in the league. James Madison. 3-0, and 1-0 and in the league. They currently sit in second place in the East. Old Dominion is 2-2, two and two, but 1-0 and in the league. Appalachian State, 2-2. Two and two. You think maybe they're the best team in the league, but they're 2-2, two 1-1 and two, one and one in league play. Stunning that they lost, I think. Stunning to James Madison. Georgia Southern, now that's a team, Kelly, 3-1. and one. They haven't played a league game yet, but I don't think you can count Georgia Southern out uh, by any stretch. Marshall is 2-2 two and two on the year. Marshall with a massive win over Notre Dame. Then they turn around and lose the next week, so a little unpredictable. And Georgia State 0-4. Oh I think the East remains wide open, Kelly. It does, I agree, and good news for Eagle fans, not that the Eagles would be afraid of Georgia Southern by any stretch of the imagination, but the Eagles do not play the Eagles. Georgia Southern is also the Eagles. Those two teams will not play each other this year, and a game that, that could have been suspect on the, in the win-loss chart earlier this year would have been Georgia State, but now Georgia State appears to be uh, the flames in that dumpster fire apparently are, uh, are smoldering now, so that might be a good team to play in the East, and the Eagles play them here. Another note that uh, South Alabama, another reason why this Troy game is so important, you go to Troy and perhaps win that game, the other team, at least at this point, that, that appears to be pretty formidable is South Al, and the Jaguars come to Hattiesburg uh, in a return game from last year. So you win this Troy game, then the Eagles are, are sitting pretty good to have their destiny in their own hands, and I think if Will Hall was was honest, brutally honest, I think might, he, he might even say that Perhaps playing for a Western Division title in just the second year would be a little bit premature. But bring it on. Let's go. There we go. All right. We're at Ramey Motors in Purvis. Hope to have Tony Purvis join the guys here in just a moment. Stay with us. The Eagle Hour rolls along. Southern Miss to the top. 
Hey, welcome back to the show. Glad you're with us this afternoon. The guys uh, down at Ramey Motors are going to go down there in just a moment. want to remind you, though, first, you can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast anytime you choose on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and that will happen. This segment is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill right in the shadow of The Rock. Great place to have lunch five days a week, Monday through Friday. It's $9.95. Great place to take in your favorite team. Uh, all the big games are always on the TV at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Our thanks to Slade and the gang. And also want to say hello to Mo Bay Beignet on Hardy Street. Great place to go enjoy some wonderful dessert. They'll cook the beignets as you order them. Got a great selection of cold and hot coffees as well. Mobay Beignet on Hardy Street. Bob Getty back here with the uh, super intern who's actually producing the Eagle Hour from the Southern Bank Corps studio. Michael and Kelly down in Purvis at Ramey Motors. We actually feel like we should probably pay Michael extra when he takes Kelly out in public because he is responsible uh, for Kelly's behavior. So a little dicey today, uh, Michael, but so far so good. Uh, uh, we'll talk. <laughs> I thought maybe maybe he deserved the extra pay because he's in charge of feeding me while, yeah. <laughs> while we're down here. Yeah, big per diem. <laughs> Sam Clark joins us here on set at Ramey Motors. And, and Sam, with Ramey, couldn't ask for a, a more beautiful day Oh man! to come out and see what's going on. And, and Sam, as, as we make the transition now from summer into fall, some things come to mind. Uh, deer hunting is cooler now. A lot of folks like to hit the camping trails you know things like that whatever people are in the mood for you've got them covered here at ramey's let's talk about it yes sir one-stop shop man fall is fall is in the air uh leaves are dropping this cool temps of uh i don't know if you've woke up early the past few mornings but in the 50s <laughs> so nice, huh? it, it's here football is here um man we've got corn uh by the pallets you can buy it in the sack or you can buy a whole pallet I think there's 40 sacks to a pallet. So to get um, the uh, to get your camps ready for uh, uh, plotting and ready for absolutely November. Um, we've got gas cans everywhere around here to be able to fill your four wheelers up and your lawnmowers and and all those things to get you ready to go to the camp. But one of the things that you, that we haven't seen before up until this year are feeders and uh, and tents. You've actually got some uh, some tents set up here in, uh, on location. Yes, sir. So we've got some four-man blinds. Um, they're by Rhino. Um, they are really nice. They're in bottom land. Um, got the mesh on the inside so you're able to see out, but nothing able to see in uh, as you're in the, in the blind going out to get whatever you're hunting for. Um, we also have deer feeders. We've got seed spreaders. We've got knives. We've got flashlights. Man, if you if you can think of it, we've got it. Binoculars. We've got it all. And binoculars you could use for football season. Absolutely. Too, right? Absolutely. If you're at the top of the rock and you need to get down there, maybe field level, you can have that. <laughs> all right now, as as we do clear out summer summertime things, you you still do have some you know mowers on location. To tell us about some of those that are available. Yes, sir. I think we're still running the package deals. Um, you can get, you know, these 52-inch mowers with a trailer, with a with a leaf blower that you might need now, um, weed eaters, and and a chainsaw, uh, all in one package deal. And this is the time of the year to do it because obviously in the springtime when when people need them more. Let's be honest. 
you know, they're a little more expensive in the spring than they are in the fall. Absolutely, so. absolutely. I think they may have a little blowout sale going on here. Um, if you call the number, um, one of these wonderful guys down here can get you set up on, on, on one of those packages. So a blowout on blowers. That's correct. Right. That's okay. correct. All right, That's now you work on the car side too, Sam. Even, even back during the pandemic, you guys never had a supply problem. Uh, you've talked to us before about because you approach it differently. What's on the lot right now, and what are people buying? Man, we've got uh, we've got kind of a surplus surplus of Jeeps right now. Um, this this cool weather seems to get people out and want to kind of ride with the top down and enjoy the cool weather with their families. Um, we've got four door Jeeps. We've got two door Jeeps. We've even got mustangs that have a convertible top yeah um we've got a very very nice 2013 uh convertible mustang um it's a gt standard low miles it's got 55,000 miles and it's black as the night sky on chrome wheels it's very very sharp we've even got halftime pickup trucks in um and of course we've got uh got our diesel trucks um, as well. Now, why did you look at my stomach when you said half-ton trucks? No. <laughs> you know, I, I, I resemble that remark. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Just to let you know, even if I wanted to take off, it's, you got something that can uh, can tote me. That's correct. That's correct. Man, we also, we just got in today, just hit the lot, just uploaded pictures of 2022 Ford F-250 trimmer. Um, it has 456 miles on it. Hard to find item right now. Um, act fast. <laughs> Boy, and high, high mileage, though, is going to kill it. 400, 400 yeah, nowadays. In, 50, <laughs> in 56 miles. You know, yes. now, Sam, one of the biggest things, particularly with young people, that they sometimes struggle with is, is credit. Their credit may not be... You know what it needs to be, but that that should not keep them away from at least giving you guys a call. Yes, sir. We've got we've got a couple different lenders that uh, we can we can help out with those subprime. Maybe you call um, guys that need a little help. Um, so don't be afraid to give us a call. We've got we've got plenty of options. We've got options for anyone. So uh, give us a call. And one of the the people who who don't tend to be very busy. Everybody at Ramey's is busy except the service department. By, gosh, bless those guys. Uh, <laughs> nothing ever breaks when you buy it here, but they're here to fix it in case something should happen. Absolutely, we've got a great staff over there. They're they're ready to answer any questions uh, that you may have, or, or come in and get an oil change. Um, we offer oil changes, tire rotations, alignments. We do it all. And hey, if you're uh, looking to maybe Put a little style in your ride and upgrade and do you a lift kit and some tires and wheels or something. Those guys can also help you, not only on your cars and trucks, on your side-by-sides and four-wheelers as well. And why you wouldn't want to get out on a day like today, I have no idea. But if that's the case, you can always visit you guys online. Tell us about that and what they can find online. Yes, sir. So um, if you are to go um, search for a car, you can go to RamyMotorsMS.com, um, pull us up there. We have right at... 88, I think, in inventory right now as far as cars. You can go to Ramey Motors Power Sports and pull up all of their stuff on, on that side as far as dirt bikes and four-wheelers and side-by-sides and tractors. Um, we also offer trailers. I know uh, it gets this time of year, and, and people may already have the tractor that they want or the lawnmower they want as they're heading out to their camp. We offer trailers. You can come down here and buy a trailer and, and get to the camp. Do you guys do a lot of dealing actually online, or, or is, like me, an old-fashioned guy doing face-to-face? Yes, sir. We, we do a lot online, man. Really? We do a lot. We've I've sold cars to people out in Wyoming. I've sold 
cars people in New York. So we're nationwide. Uh, we spend a lot of money, you know, advertising to get our name out there. Um, so a lot of it is online. But hey, man, I love to do, you know, in person. Uh, uh, Press the flesh a little bit. See, absolutely. See the local folks. Huh? That's absolutely. How about them Eagles last Saturday night? Oh Sam? yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go, I liked it. Yeah, go, <laughs> go down there to Tulane. Uh, they got the off week this week. What about Troy's going to provide pretty formidable opposition next week? Yes, sir. But what do you think, Sam? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say one way or the other. You don't want to think the Eagles are pushing their luck going down there to beat them Trojans. Uh. I think they pull it out. There you go. I think they pull it out. That's what we wanted to hear. <laughs> Phone numbers and the uh, web addresses again. Yes, sir. So if you go to RamyMotorsMS.com. Yeah, not just Ramy Motors, y'all. RamyMotorsMS.com. Yeah. Um, we can be reached on the cell or on the phone at 769-456-7757. Try that again. Again, that's 769-456-7757. And you may have been told before, again, I just want to re-emphasize re, uh, the, the thing about the credit. You know, you might sometimes if you're told it enough, you start believing it that my credit is bad. I have no shot. I'm not even going to waste my time. Don't have that attitude. You yes. know, because it it depends. You know, if you're looking to buy, if you're looking for a two hundred thousand dollar loan, it's a little bit different than a forty thousand dollar loan. Absolutely. You know? So they look at things differently. So if you're if you happen to be in that boat. Uh, don't feel bad, first of all, because you're not the only person that's in that boat. But uh, give them a call, and you might be surprised at uh, what they can do for you. If there's any way to make the sale and to make you happy, the guys and uh, ladies here at, at Ramey Motors will make it happen. Sam, always good to see you, man. Everything else going okay? Yes, sir. Going well. And, hey, guys, just friendly reminder, it's the end of the month. These banks are looking to pick up, you know, new deals. So, Give us a call. Give us. Give us. A, we'll, we'll try our best to, to do whatever it takes to get you in your new ride, um, whatever it may be. Yeah, just give them a shot. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, they they'll, they understand too. Their salespeople. They win some and they lose some. Now, mind you, they win most. But, <laughs> That's correct. But it, we like to win. <laughs> but every once in a while, I want to slip off the hook. But um, Sam Clark from Ramey Motors. We're here every month and time to gear up for the fall. As he mentioned, uh, deer season uh, coming up. There isn't anything that they don't have that can't make your deer hunting experience a little bit more pleasant. Ramey Motors were on Highway 589 parallel and in between I-59 and Highway 11. Those of you that are familiar with the geography of the area. (laughs) We'll take a commercial break. Listen to a little Peter Frampton taking us into commercial break and then Bob Getty will rejoin us as we wrap up a Wednesday's Eagle Hour after this timeout. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. I want to thank our guys down at the Ramey Motors in Purvis. Uh, they have us down every month. We really do appreciate their support of our program. And uh, we encourage you, if you're buying a car, a truck, a lawnmower, a generator, a boat, a motorcycle, 
go to Rob, Randy We only Rose. got five minutes. Yeah, did I leave anything <laughs> out, guys? I mean, they they sell just about everything, brother. Uh, blinds, corn, yeah, filters, feeders. We had to move our, our spot too. There's so many gas cans in here. Yeah, there you go. D1D Bat sponsors this segment of the Eagle Hour. Great place uh, for state-of-the-art training. Kids, baseball, softball, adults, any sport. Just want to get in better shape, learn about nutrition, want to learn about fitness, want to get yourself uh, being the best you can be. Uh, check out our friends at D1 and D-Bat. All right, while we were on the air, confirmation uh, from our buddy Jack Duggan that Natalie Poole, the new softball coach at Southern Miss, will be coming on the Eagle Hour tomorrow to kick off the show. Also, Juan Cardona, who is one of the new men's basketball coaches on the show as well. And Kelly, man, I hear this guy is all business and uh, really got these guys going. He practices these guys really, really hard. Coach Ladner is actually down in Gulfport today recruiting. So when he's, of course, gone, Coach Cardona takes over. And he has amazing connections in the international basketball world. So some of Southern Miss's players who we have signed from Chile um, were brought here because of, of Coach Cardona. And people, you know, outsiders looking in saying, although there's an international flavor and people might not initially recognize a lot of you know some of these these players that it's going to be a pretty good team that Jay Ladner puts on the floor compared to teams that that they've had in the past. Yeah, so they're practicing so. hard, getting ready for a late you know November uh, beginning of the basketball season, which will be here before you know it. I mean, first of October is Saturday. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Natalie uh, Poole, look forward to uh, meeting her, introducing her to our listeners around the state, and Juan Cardona, as we get ready to kick off basketball. And I agree. I think Kelly's right. I think this basketball team is going to be better. Uh, than what people think. All right. Hey, guys, our, our super intern, Nathan Lee, has produced the entire show. Have, you, have we heard a hiccup? I haven't heard a single hiccup in the show. I've heard some belches on my end, but that was Kelly. No, that was yeah. Kelly. Well, yeah. it's the, that shrimp salad I had for lunch is sitting, <laughs> sitting on my chest. I got to just be glad he didn't have a chili burger at Ward's. I did a couple of remotes <laughs> with him after that. It was it was not pleasant. Do it. Do we need to invoice wards now for that? Yeah, we do. <laughs> plug. Uh, we love we love coming out here and being on the road. You know, and on a day like today, it's a shame that you guys have to be inside. Yeah, it's you know? gorgeous. There's uh, there's no question. I, they gave the guys a day off uh, for practice uh, at football, and uh, so I'm sure that those uh, young men are out there enjoying. I kind of hate guys that it's an open weekend, Nathan. That you're around them as much as us now. Uh, they probably wanted to play this weekend, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, with all the juice, it felt like they had some momentum on their side. Sometimes that bye will kind of derail that momentum. Hopefully, they can you know keep it going uh, through this bye week and stuff. I know. Like you said, uh, Troy was playing South Alabama. They're actually going to be playing Western Kentucky this weekend, which that'll be a big yeah. showcase for that defense to see yeah. if they can stop that off. We really hate Western Kentucky yeah, exactly. on this show. We never liked anything mm-hmm. at all about Yeah, uh, which hate is a pretty strong word, but in this case, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, l- and let me tell you something. You talk to folks up in Bowling Green, they're not big fans of ours either. No, uh, no. So. Uh, not a lot of love uh, between Western Kentucky uh, and Southern. But they're off, and uh, so I'm sure that they'll uh, take full advantage of it, rest some people up, probably got a few nicks and scratches that need to heal up and uh, and get ready to go again uh, in two weeks. All right, uh, two-hour Eagle Hour Friday will be up in Collins at the Mississippi Peanut Festival. We think that'll be 
a lot of fun. Gary Williams played football for the Golden Eagles. He's going to be on the show. Scott Watkins from the Biloxi Sun-Herald will be joining us. Will East from the Super Talk uh, High School Scoreboard Show. Mitchell Farms, Jo Lynn Mitchell, uh, she's going to come tell us about the Peanut Festival. And uh, Kelly, have you ever been to the Peanut Festival? You might ought to go, man. They have hay rides and uh, all sorts of athletic competition, and you could you could probably beat up on those kids and some of those things. Well, the hay rides, as we speak, the horses are playing rock, paper, scissors to see who has to pull me. Uh, <laughs> they, they do not want to be the one that has to pull uh, the wagon with me on it. But, uh, no, I've not been to the Peanut Festival, but there's so many great festivals you know, around. The, the Watermelon Festival in Smith County. you got the, the Sweet Tea Festival coming up down in uh, Poplarville, Richton had uh, a festival, I think, last weekend. Yeah, the Pecan Festival. Yeah, the Pecan Festival had a really nice... Or Pecan, as they say, up in our neck of the woods, Kelly. Pecan. But it is Pecan. Yeah. yeah, it's Pecan. Right. According to Webster. Yeah, so, uh, and Richton had that, and this is this is the best time of year, yeah. you know, to have things like that, when things cool down. So, and you know, if this football season continues to go the way it is, where things are wide open, and you don't know from Saturday to Saturday who's going to win. Man, this this has got the makings for a great finish. We're only four games in, and we're already talking about the finish. But, man, this this is going to be fun to watch. It makes it fun. But the one thing we we were talking about before Southern got into the Sun Belt was the big thing with the idea of Troy and Southern Miss, that rivalry. Yeah, you could travel. This and- game ultimately is going to really establish that rivalry moving forward no matter who wins go- because of how Southern's going into it. And there's so a lot of people there's a lot of people going to Troy too, yeah. I know about. Yeah. That's it. All right, well thanks to Ravy Motors for having us down. Uh, like I said, Natalie Poole and Juan Cardona on the show tomorrow. Look forward to meeting both of them. Until then, Southern Miss to the top. To, to the, the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.